Welcome one, welcome all, and welcome to an honest review of 2005's The Descent, directed by Neil Marshall Coffey. Hello. What is this film about? This film's about a group of friends that visit some unexplored caves and they get stuck inside trying to find their way out. It's just filled with, like, claustrophobia and pretty much every scary thing you could imagine happening in a cave that you can't escape. Yes, indeed, that is what it's about. Stew! Before we delve even <laughs> further into these caves, would you like them to buy a certain something? You can donate to us by heading over to, what is it, Cover My Gullet or whatever. <laughs> That's the com, one, right? man. Fuck's sake. Wait and buy us all a beer if you're feeling generous. Anyway, let's crack on with this review. Yeah, so this one starts with a nice little happy family, doesn't it? And then the dad just stops watching the road for a second and just drives straight into a van, impales himself and their child, and just leaves the wife ultimately waking up in hospital with all of her family dead. Nice little start to this one. To be fair though, the way they crashed into the van was actually like well shot. It looked very yes. realistic and helped to highlight the dangers of the road. <laughs> it's kind of weird, though, this beginning. Her friends, a year later, are like, you know what will help you get over the death of your family? Caving in a remote mountain. It's pretty fucking grim. It's a whole load of nope, isn't it? There were a few scenes there where my claustrophobia went into absolute overdrive. <laughs> I think we found our fucking subtitle for this review. <laughs> yeah, true. Claustrophobia overdrive. I fully buy, you know, this group of girls they've done all sorts of experiences and they're kind of like chasing that adrenaline sort of high but for the fact that Juno is like sorry we're not going to the caves we agreed on as a group <laughs> that are mapped we're gonna go to this completely random unmapped network of caves she doesn't tell them though does she she tells them after they've gone through and it's collapsed behind them saying that it's also not marked so if anyone comes looking for us they're literally never gonna find us which is just a massive cutie <laughs> move she doesn't tell anyone of her five mates nah. <laughs> But then the worst part is, like, she reveals this to the group, and some of them still make horrendous decisions, like fucking Holly, the Irish girl, who, I, I don't even care, she's fucking unbelievable, Holly, like, <laughs> but regardless, she, um, she starts pegging it through the caves, like, above, like, normal speed, she's like... normal speed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know when you say a word, you don't mean to say it, you just try and carry it on, like, there's nothing happened. Yeah, she's running above normal speed, and she falls down a fucking hole and breaks her leg, but, like, in a normal situation, if you've been told, I don't know what the root of this cave system is, you're not gonna, like, leg it, are you? You're gonna take your fucking time. That's very true. They hear, like, a baby crying, right? It turns out to be some zombie thing drinking from the water. At that point onwards, what is basically a pack of wild animals that resemble all those like early versions of Dracula Nosferatu that's the name I was looking for yeah and then just begin to hunt them and tear into this pack of women and from that point onwards I genuinely started enjoying the film the cave system as well not a single like real cave is used in the film it's all sets <laughs> fucking hell surely that's a really ineffective way to film a film like <laughs> There's plenty of cave systems that surely like you could very use. very well-explored cave systems as well. With yeah, maps. exactly. That's true. Like no risk of getting caught or not being able to carry your, your gear through the little holes or whatever. But surely <laughs> it's like, it must have taken so long to create these sets. Why wouldn't you just use a real cave? Like, there were discussions. They were like, oh, should we actually film this in a real cave? And they were like, nah, it's far too fucking dangerous to do that. So, like, fair enough. Health and safety comes on board again. There's risk to that. So instead, let's spend 40 minutes 
million creating <laughs> fake caves. <laughs> I really love the bit where she accidentally axes her straight through the throne oh in self-defense. She like spins round and hits her, thinking that she's one of the, uh, I don't know, what do we call them, monsters? Zombies? Like, what do we... They're called crawlers. Okay, we'll go crawlers. But yeah, it was pretty brutal. The actresses, in fact, not just in this moment, but actually throughout the film, I, I thought the actresses were doing quite a brilliant job with their characters. Oh, agreed, yeah. Specifically in this scene where she hits her with the axe, like, I genuinely was like, oh, shit, I did not expect that. And, mm-hmm. like, there's a moment where they just kind of stare at each other in silence while she's clearly choking on what's, you know, what's just happened. Oh, I thought that was such a good scene. Agreed. Like, I absolutely fucking loved it. The cave system, anyway, eventually leads to a pretty fucking cool scene where there's a pool just full of blood and, like, guts and shit, like, floating on top of the water, which Sarah falls into. It's great the rest of the film because she kind of looks like Carrie. She's just got all this fucking blood pissing That's down her hair and reference. her face. Fantastic reference. Mm. 10 on 10 reference. Thank you. <laughs> 10 on 10. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. And she becomes like a badass at the end here because most of the film, even though she's being set up as being the main character with her backstory, she kind of slips into the background a bit in favour of Juno and Beth and Holly. But then by the end, she comes back into it as kind of like this ruthless fucking survivalist. But one decision that fucked me off was in the blood pool where she's attacked by one of the crawlers. Sarah grabs this tooth of an animal and stabs it to kill it in the eye, but then throws the tooth away. (laughs) It's like, fucking keep it. You could need that. So eventually, Sarah bumps into Beth, the girl who got stabbed in the neck. Like, she didn't die. She's been able to survive this. She tells Sarah that it was Juno who did it, and Juno left her, and asks for Sarah to put her out of her misery, so she just fucking bludgeons her head with a rock, which, again, was a really good fucking scene. Fucking put the fucking shit up me man like, I, I didn't expect it she did it so fucking well that was it just killed consequently of that scene anyway Sarah now knows that Juno's a bit of a sneaky bollocks and they meet up later on you know fight some of the crawlers away and like you'll batter them and then Sarah's like no fucking no we're not getting out of this one together you fucking left my mate for dead take this in the leg you bitch ha ha <laughs> she became like a <laughs> shit moustached villain <laughs> just yeah. Ha-ha. <laughs> I would foil your plan. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great scene, though, and I love um, Sarah and Juno's like relationship throughout the film because they're always icy as fuck with each other. Mm-hmm. That's made uh, more obvious in the film because uh, right at the beginning, after after we see Sarah's family die, when they meet up, Juno and Sarah have like a little conversation, and Juno's like, "I'm really sorry for not speaking to you that much after your family died." So like, they were obviously really good friends and then they've separated a little bit and being on this journey together just makes things hugely awkward for them because they're not really friends anymore. Sarah, she gets out the cave system, but she doesn't. It's an ending within an <laughs> I ending. I absolutely love that, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a nearly it's a nearly ending. Nearly ending. Yeah, there's two different endings, one for the US and one for the UK versions. In and yeah. the US version's weak as shit. She's at the bottom of the cave, she crawls out, you know, gets in the car like she does in, in, in both versions. And then when she's driving, she just pulls over, throws up because of everything that's happened, gets back in the car, startled by the ghost. Of June or yeah, and that's it. Which is fucking weird. Like just suddenly there's a ghost, oh shit. The one that we saw was definitive, isn't it? She yeah. Didn't. Yeah, no. 
skip. Yeah, the ghost kind of wakes her back up in the cave, and yeah. she then just has a vision of her daughter's birthday, and the candles on the cake are just like a torch, I guess, and she's just gone crazy, I guess, by this. I mean, it's stronger by comparison of just leaving it at, oh, fucking Juno! Can you imagine it was Juno from the film Juno, and it, <laughs> what? it's just <laughs> turned into a pregnant girl yeah. in her car, and <laughs> you just have to do an hour and a half of Michael Sarah or whoever the fuck it was the dad. I hate these whole, like, I woke up and this was a dream. Oh, double endings. And uh... Yeah, I think that a lot of, like, writers, like, shoehorn in these double endings to be like, oh, this is fucking clever, but you didn't expect that. We all just go, oh, really? That wasn't it? Fine. So, overall, then, my end, I fucking really like it. I've seen it, like, quite a few times. You know, the first kind of half of it can drag because you're just kind of waiting to get at the monsters because that's the stronger half of the film. Yeah. At the same time, I still think the first half has a lot of atmospheric tension with the caves collapsing and, you know, trying to get over the cavern by rappelling across the ceiling. I started by thinking, oh, this is going to be absolute shit. <laughs> As you do every week. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the start for me was like pretty hard to watch and I just thought, oh, I'm really not going to enjoy this. They're just going to jump scare the fuck out of it and this is just going to be no fun at all. It progressively got quite good and I was quite like brought into it and I really liked she had gone crazy in the cave seeing her daughter and the torch bit at the mm. end. But I, I felt the ending was like really weak. I don't know, I just felt like they could have done something far better that would have kind of closed it off nicely whereas they almost ruined the good stuff that they had brought back for me. I really enjoyed it for most of it to be honest like it starts off pretty scary and, and harrowing where you don't expect what just happened and then all the way through there's a lot of tension between Sarah and all of her friends and then the tension just increases consistently throughout the film until we get to the end which was the worst part of it like you guys have said they shouldn't have tried to make a bit of excitement at the end because it just took away from it it was just like a really cool idea for like a horror film obviously there's been loads of films about like adrenaline seeking sort of like doing these pursuits and ended up in like a bad situation but to bring like a sort of subterranean species into it as an enemy was quite a good like twist on doing that and it's quite refreshing as well that this was quite progressive for the horror genre by having an entire ensemble female cast which is quite like nice and yet you don't see it very often yeah. in horror and they did a really good job they did a really solid job with it to be fair to them all absolutely and it did well at the box office a 3.5 million budget uh, and it made 57.1 wow okay. which is a Big they spent 3.4 well of that on making fucking caves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That was our honest review anyway of The Descent. Thank you for that. We'll see you next time for another Friday, Friday time, time, ta-tai, time, time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>